0: gentlemen let's broaden our minds Lawrence of the
1: two things that made a rearing comeback this week I think the real Flix podcast is the better of them Jesus uh, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> I'm sorry I can't not mention it uh, how you guys doing not
0: like it's the first time we haven't taken break.
1: Stop no, 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 this one's time. interesting, though, because this was my fault, actually, which yeah, is interesting.
0: We just had to watch.
1: Well, that and I died, basically, I don't know, right yeah, when we were about, bad. literally, like, right as we were set to the time that we probably would have recorded was almost the, to the minute of when I started just heaving up my, the stomach contents, just like, like I was Paris Hilton circa 2005, just blah, uh, oh. Paris Hilton up. reference, there you go, um, so
2: she, what's she doing now?
1: Nothing. Honestly, I don't know.
2: She makes she makes funny tweets. That's all I see every once in a while.
1: Really? She's a good tweeter. Like she are is. they like are they funny? Funny? or are they? Yeah, they're funny.
2: Hmm. So today we're talking about
1: something interesting, something a little bit something that we've sort of danced around and uh, you,
0: you know. We talk with... about it almost every week.
1: Passing mention. I don't. We talk about it sometimes.
2: I mean, this is mostly movies. What, talk... what, we... what is this? Okay, yeah. TV. We're talking about TV shows. Oh, sorry.
1: Ta- talking about. I thought this would be a bigger topic for you guys, but apparently, I I underestimated at least one of your TV watching tendencies. I watched um, nothing.
0: underestimated me. I had a big old list. I, I said one it. of
1: yours, Cody.
0: Which one is it? Josh.
1: It's Josh. It's Josh. Yeah. Oh.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I could have told you he doesn't watch. TV. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So before we get into our lists, because I feel like this is going to be. A lot of swearing and, you know, self-harm and all that stuff. I want to ask let's you guys.
0: Adjust.
1: Let's talk about our TV-watching tendencies. So, I am somebody who I've talked a lot about on here or, you know, privately with you guys. I have a very low patience for TV. Like, for instance, a few... What was it now? Oh, wow, almost a year ago, something like that. Uh, I started watching Daredevil because I heard it was good. And I text... I binged, like, five episodes in a row, and I texted you guys la- that night. I was like, this is the best thing Marvel's ever done. And then I stopped watching it, because I got, I was like, the next day came, and I was like, do I want to finish Daredevil? I don't want to finish Daredevil. Sad. And like, House of Cards, the most recent season, I just sort of gave up on. Like, I don't, TV is such a huge investment in time, that if I'm going to watch something, I need to know, first of all, I need to vet it out. Like, I need to know, is this something I might like? And secondly, if I don't get grabbed within like the first five or six episodes, not just like, Oh, this is interesting. But like, this is like really, really good. I'm just out. I bail. So I don't finish. I start, I probably of all of us and maybe ever, I start more TV shows and don't finish than like anybody. And that's just my own personal, you know, neuroses, I guess. But the TV shows I like, I really, really like. And the TV shows I don't, I just stop watching. It's pretty simple. And I've, I think that's a good philosophy in life. So, Josh, what are your TV watching tendencies?
2: Uh, my entire TV watching everything was shaped by Nick at Night and Nickelodeon cartoons. So, and then I and then I watched Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. And that's about it.
0: Just one of them probably.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't I don't invest into t- into dramas or long running anything cuz unless I know it has an end and and unless I know I like it within the first few episodes, I'm not. I'm not wasting my time. Exactly. So you're a like sitcom. me. So you're yeah. just
1: like me. Yeah. See, so look at that. We we have more in common unless than you
2: think. Un, unless it's a bunch of 22 minute episodes of, you know, uh, Michael just being Be, Michael. then right. That's that's all I need.
1: Hmm. I only have one show that's that's uh, that's like that. That really there isn't. I mean, uh, I guess you could say two shows. Three shows. All right, we'll get into it. I, there's a whole story with my list. Uh, Cody, what about you? How did? Wh- where did your TV watching tendencies form, and how have they matured?
0: Um, let's see. I watched. I watched Avatar: Last Airbender. I think that was the first show I watched on TV as it was airing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Other than like, oh, you catch a new episode of fucking guess,
1: Jag. Not,
0: <laughs> Jag or. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other show with the um the Navy
1: uh oh who knows lawyers.
0: I think that might be jag
1: it might be Jag I thought Jag Jag <laughs> is like pilots and stuff I thought
0: oh, so I don't remember oh. but yeah you watch like random shows on that I was thinking of Spongebob by the way <laughs> was like you when you're a kid and you watch just a new episode of yeah uh, Spongebob that you haven't seen before mm-hmm. that, that's that's my newest then I started watching Dexter. That's when I started going places to watch TV shows every week. Right. And then from there on out it's just whatever they want to watch is what I watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, TV is very it's very difficult to love a show for me because I would love nothing more. And I don't think I've I mean looking at my list, the I've only done it once with like a kind of a one-off series that didn't even make my list, but I've forever, I've always wanted to find a show and go with it from pilot to series finale. But I never, I either never pick the right ones or I find ones that I like that have either already completely aired and there's spoilers or whatever, or are right in the middle and I feel like I get overwhelmed with having to catch up. So that's, as far as TV goes, that's an experience I've always wanted to have of like, you know, maybe I'm I'm going to try to pick a pilot season and just find something that I think has potential and ride the wave, I guess, but... Mostly, unfortunately
0: for you, I think we're um almost done with the era of good TV. Yeah, see, I uh,
1: I think HBO is probably where if I, if I find that show, HBO is probably going to be where it is. Um, it's like network, yeah, networks kind of hit or miss, and there's a couple of shows that are coming out that I'm interested in and that I'm probably going to give a shot to, but I mean, there's no, there's not been a network drama that really has. I've really given a shit about or thought could be see, I don't, anywhere yeah, I don't near think I've, good.
0: I've done that either. It's mm-hmm. happened for me is um, it's after the first season comes out. Right. I watch the whole first season and then I'm in. Yeah. I've done that with only show that I'm gonna mention now because it's not on my list is The Walking Dead. Right. Which is sad. That gets an honorable mention in <laughs> right
1: there. You see, and i yeah. I'm a big defender of the. The week by week, because I think I I do believe that um, the binge model, while it it certainly makes sense and I can definitely see why some people like Josh, for instance, um, prefer it to going week by week. But there's there still is something to be said for letting something kind of settle and go and working your way through it somewhat methodically, really like, okay, well, it's Tuesday at nine o'clock. It's time to watch my thing, and I guess you could, logically, I could do that with a TV show, but um, with, like, a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever, but it's just, it's hard, and it's hard to maintain a schedule when you don't, when you aren't forced to one, so. um,
0: I mean, there's something to say socially about it, too, If you have a group of friends. Yeah. It's a good thing to do. It's a good thing you have an excuse to see each other every week. Yeah,
1: and that's why Game of Thrones and Walking Dead are doing as well as they are, as I think it's because the people, they, they crave that experience because it, we are in such a binge heavy um, kind of world, I guess, where you know you got to watch a season in two days or the whole show in three or something like that. I don't know. It's it's old man Mason rearing his old head, and I I understand that. Uh, Josh, where do you stand on binge and week to week? I kind of already let. Cat out of the bag, I guess. But.
2: Um, I mean, it depends on the show. If it's a show with a running storyline, then I just want to watch it. Like, don't make me wait five years to find out that they were they were all dead the whole time. Um, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, and then, but if it's like Family Guy, which will come up later in this episode, um, of course. Then it's <laughs> like I can I can wait a week to watch Peter Griffin and his antics. Like, I, I don't, it's all, it's not, like, a running thing, so it's just, it's, an, it's a one-off every single time, so.
1: So, let me, so, objectively,
2: do you think you would have enjoyed
1: Stranger Things if it was, like, because, you know, originally that was pitched to NBC or something like that, so let's say Stranger Things, instead of coming out nine or ten episodes on Netflix, if that came out at, if that played at um, nine o'clock every Monday night on NBC. You you think you wouldn't like that as much? Just and played for just ten episodes one summer. You think you would have liked it more as to binge than go week to week.
2: I mean, I guess, yeah. Interesting.
1: But how, so let me ask you: How when you do when you binge? How do you process the show? How do you think about it when you have to? When you just go I finish an episode w- I don't. I watch it
2: the same way I watch a movie. I watch, keep going and going. Like I watch Stranger Things. I watched the whole thing in a night, and then it was over. And then I thought about all of it. Hmm. you the
0: problems there, though. Like, how are you supposed to distinguish the episodes? Like, I, I don't. couldn't. I couldn't tell you unless it was specifically like a really, really good episode. What, like, say the West Wing. Mason's gonna bring him later. I like Surprisingly, no. Uh, really? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really like that this is all just us guessing each other's lists. Yeah. <laughs> up so far. But <clears throat> there's a lot of episodes. I'm not even sure. I couldn't distinguish one from the other. Oh, yeah. No, totally. But there are a bunch, though. That show has some really, really good episodes. Mostly season finales. Mm-hmm. But he's good at it.
1: Yeah. You know what I think? I think we should find we should find a show and we just go week to week and we all watch it three of us that'd be fun be cute but the the problem with that is you have to find a good show and that's kind of hard because there's more tv than ever before and it's we thought that'd be good but now it's kind of not because there's
0: just you could do an episode a week an episode a week with uh pick an old show if you
1: want So then then you get spoilers and that just becomes that's uh, too
0: we could do a Game of Thrones
1: podcast <laughs> Has anybody done One of those I think that'd be A good idea Everybody's
0: yeah, ever Talked about Game of
1: Thrones yeah. That's a joke Josh by the way <laughs> Yeah Because there's like 90 Game of Thrones Podcasts There's yeah. like Four West Wing Podcasts And like the Only one of them Matters Because it's It's the one With uh, Josh Molina Who's in the show And they get like Actual guests And the other ones Are just like Oh West Wing Josh, They kind of Interview people. Josh Molina
0: He's the guy Who replaced uh, Rob Lowe
1: Yeah the worst Character ever Yeah, yeah he's basically in the show. Will Bailey is and so they got
0: the worst guy.
1: Yeah. He's the bane of my existence. Like when he when he was like defending Bingo Bob Russell and like trying to get him a seat at the table to be president, I was like, "Fuck you, man. Will Bailey, you know you're not doing the right thing."
0: I do I also like when the and shows um that are over. There's a clear marking point where it gets bad. Mhm. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that West Wing got bad, but they got markedly worse the second Rob Lowe left.
1: Yeah. But we'll talk about all that very soon. So, Josh, why don't you go second, Cody goes first, and I go third? Any objections? Sure. All right. So, Cody, do you have any honorable mentions?
0: Yeah. Okay. Shit, I just mentioned one. Walking Dead. Cool. Walking Dead was good for two seasons. And then it got stupid because no one was making smart decisions. Yeah. I'm still team Rick 100% of the time, in case you were wondering. I wasn't, we but I'm glad to know. Rick was the one, I mean, sorry, that's the wrong show. Um, the the right leader, he was a good guy. I liked him. My
1: um, favorite thing to do whenever I meet somebody who watches The Walking Dead, I just ask him one thing and it drives him crazy, and I just poke and prod. So what's that show about?
0: Zombies, baby.
1: I know, but what um, are they trying to do? Not die. That's, that's just too open-ended for me. I don't know.
0: It's too big. Yeah, okay. Like, they hit,
1: one, they hit their peak with Negan, and we'll see where it goes from
2: here. They
0: did, not even. They, they fucked him up. Oh, they did? he doesn't, say, he doesn't curse. Say they hit it. their they peak comments.
2: with... What's his name? The, yeah. They hit
0: their peak with season one. Season one was perfect. Hmm. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, another one is Dexter. Mm. Good for half of its life. And they got really, really bad.
1: You see, that's another thing that is tough about TV shows, is you never know... They can take such a quick nosedive, when especially well, yeah, when people I mean, leave. you
0: could tell with Dexter because after season four, the entire writing cast or the writing team left. Ew. Because they were like, "We're never gonna do better."
1: Yeah. See, I would hate to be disappointed like that. If, if I'm watching a season or if I'm watching a show, you know, through six or seven seasons, it's like, "Oh, well, now it sucks." That's cool. I just wasted however many hours of my time on a show that didn't even get finished. Cool, awesome.
0: So that's all I can think of honorable mentions for now. I had a big old list, but. Cool, cool, I mean, cool, Vikings is there too. Vikings is a good show. It's not over yet, but. Mm. Nice. A, just missed the cut.
2: Very close. Josh, honorable mention? Uh, Alright, so I have like a bunch. Oh my god. So I'm just going to list them off The Office, Daredevil, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Drake and Josh, The Twilight Zone, Dinosaurs, Spider Man the Animated Series, Full House, and Malcolm in the Middle. So what's right. dinosaurs? It is a Disney show from the '90s, and it's amazing.
1: Okay. It's about dinosaurs. So can you is, defend? Why don't you defend Full House for me one second? I'm gonna call you. You
2: defended. It. It. Defend it. It's a
1: terrible horrible,
2: amazing, show. Fun and hilarious. It's not. I'm not talking about Fuller House. I'm talking about Full House. I know. It's It's horrible.
1: It's great. Is it? Do you think it's okay? Ask Is it cheesy funny or is it legitimately funny? It's both. That movie's like that show's such a parody. I don't know. I I don't understand it.
2: That show is the definitive 90s show. I know, and the 90s sucked, bro.
0: these weren't great. Yeah, they were. You Better were there than for 2000s.
1: like You were barely there. You're more of a 2000s oh, wow. kid. Um, we're 90s adjacent. Jason, you're up. All right, all right. So, I had a top 10, so I guess I'm going to whittle <laughs> that down to six honorable mentions. So, my first one is uh True Detective, and I just rewatched um Obviously Shit, that one.
0: was on
1: that was on mine too. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> season one
1: only though. Yeah, season season two is another one of those shows where I gave it three episodes and was just like no, nope, I'm done. And uh, season one is just incredible. And uh, I just re I, I just re- finished rewatching it, and it's just it's so good. It's so it's so good. I'm
0: always sad when a show peaks after its first
1: season. Yeah. Well, and maybe. And who knows? story did that. Why do people still watch American horror story? It's been like 90 of them.
0: it and they think it's progressive.
1: Oh, cool. Um another one that I'm going to add just right on the spot because I'm thinking of true detective is The People Versus O.J. Simpson. Uh I just I binged it, you know, not binged it. I watched a couple episodes a night over the course of a few days, which is my preferred method of binging, I guess. Um and it's I liked I love those one season kind of one-off shows and i wish i hope there's more of them um the creator mini-series. yeah yeah um, mini series yeah exactly uh Ryan Murphy i guess is going is doing um Versace or something like that next and i'm really looking forward to that so is he um, a real person who Ryan Murphy
0: yeah how
1: does he come up with all these shows i don't know he's he's an impressive guy he really Sucking. is Um, so, my 10 through 6 are gonna be my honorable mentions, but they're gonna be 10 through 6, so I'm just gonna burn through them. Um, my number 10 is, uh, How I Met Your Mother. I, this is a show that I, it's fine. That's cute. What are you talking about? Josh just hates Neil Patrick Harris for no reason.
2: I just don't like that show, except for, uh, what's his name? Barney, like. Yeah, no, not Barney. Barney no, sucks. You said,
1: you said yes, so I'm gonna go uh, ahead with that. Anyway, the other guy, uh,
2: Jason Segal. Yeah, it's Jason Segel. He's great.
1: <laughs> Poor Jason Siegel. He's always a mispronunciation away from being the son of Steven Segal. <laughs> I feel I feel really bad for him. Um, so my number ten is talking about your mother. I love it because it's mapped out, and it's it's one of those shows where they were able to keep the creative team, uh, the entire way the yeah there's a lot of you know stupid little
0: can you make an argument that that show is not mostly filler
1: uh yeah it's the characters you see the characters grow now it is i mean there's 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 no plot there's like 206 and six episodes or like something like that and i guess you could probably pick 30 that tell the story of ted and the mother pretty well and you'll be fine and like that kind of
0: that's not the point of the whole show though whole point was how it led spoilers to Robin or spoilers everybody
1: spoilers. spoilers everybody
0: well how long has the show been off the air now
1: 3 years something like that i know, i'm 4 years i'm okay with the finale everybody gets upset at the finale i understand that I, i'm okay with it because it was the finale was woven into the show's dna already they didn't just tack it on to be a shock ending like if you watch the pilot everything in the finale is set up and it kind of that story is carried throughout the show with the will they or won't they so i don't i don't I I don't feel like the hate for that is justified. It's just fans being fans, I guess, and fans are always their own worst enemy. If um, so just everybody's just chill, okay? Just just chill. How many mothers? Fine ending. Fine ending. Um, my next is The Office. No,
0: that's on mine too, everybody.
1: The best cringe show ever, and we'll talk about it. I guess a little bit later. Oh, by the way, with How Many Your Mother, I pick favorite episodes because I'm a dork. Um my favorites are slap bet and then the finale. Um at the office my favorite is a shareholder meeting. Uh do you guys do you guys remember the shareholder meeting?
0: Was that the one where um Dwight gives the Nazi speech?
1: Maybe. It's it's where Dunder Mifflin is like going down and they invite Michael to New York to be in the to participate in the shareholder meeting because he's running the only oh, profitable yeah, and then
0: branch. Oh yeah. Like, yep. Uh he, like, makes promises he can't keep or he tells people.
1: Exactly, that. and he comes out for an encore, and then they get him upstairs. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, wait, we can't? Uh, it's just, it's Peak Michael, as far as I'm concerned. and no, Steve Peak Carell. Michael,
0: Peak Michael. Scott tots. Uh, dude, Scott's tots, <laughs> The worst episode of that show. <laughs>
1: they did that just to hurt just people. That's
0: think about it. <laughs> it's the most cringiest episode of that. Ugh, it
1: hurts. See, I watched that episode without knowing what was coming.
0: Me too. The first time I watched it, still. No,
1: but like somebody set me up, and was like, "Oh, you want to watch The Office?" I was like, "Okay, sure." And they just put this episode on. Just, I remember she was just sitting there with like a glass of wine, just kind of watching me, and I just like shriveled into a ball of nothing. It was great. Um, but I love The Office. Great. Those first five seasons, or I guess seasons like three through six, maybe seven, are just.
0: When office or when uh, Michael leaves when it gets, yeah, questionable.
1: The season after leaves sucks, but the last last season is pretty good. Oh, yeah, um, it's good. I'm down with it. Uh um, my number 8, so another honorable I'll mention is SpongeBob. I love SpongeBob. Grew up on it. I still watch um the older episodes and they're still inventive and creative and fun and you know, it's it's a nostalgia pick, but, you know, whatever, who cares?
0: They got plenty of those. Yeah. Uh
1: my favorite uh, let's see. Can you guys guess my favorite episode of SpongeBob? It's Pilot. it's <laughs> No. Josh, any idea? Uh, I don't know. The uh, what's it called? Uh Band Geeks? Oh, that was close. No, it's chocolate yeah. with nuts. You remember that one? Chocolate? Yeah, yeah. we SpongeBob and Patrick go out and sell chocolate. And they, uh it's it's good. Well like with the old lady and her mom who's like just this protozoa and she's just like this gross little you know, ugh, sack of nothing. It's so good. And then the chocolate, crazy chocolate guy and how they get swindled, and the guy whose bones are made of glass. It's like every morning I break my legs, <laughs> and every afternoon I break my arms. Whatever. So good, so good. Um, my number seven is Seinfeld. The most, I'll say, the most consistent sh- comedy ever. Every episode is, r- in really, it's every episode is just as technically good as the last. Um, some are funnier than others, as as it should be. But there's no, I don't think there's any bad episodes, and the show's so meta and so smart and so well written, and the characters are great, and it's just it's Seinfeld. What can you say? And the coolest thing about Seinfeld that I realized is like the iconic bits, like the sponge or the contest or the soup Nazi. Most of those are like in the last third of the show, like season yeah. six or on, is where most of their most famous bits come from. Which is crazy because you'd think that they would like that'd be season two and, and then carried on and or whatever, but no, those are towards the end. I think that's fascinating. My um, favorite my favorite episode is as the pool guy where Kramer be, um, he he's his phone number is one digit away from uh, the movie phone guy and he becomes the movie phone guy <laughs> and the guy shows up at his house. He's like, press one to get this goddamn door busted down. <laughs> it's just so good. Um, and then my last album mentioned, so my number six is Batman, the animated series. Wow. And Cody, what is my favorite episode of Batman, the animated series? Oh,
0: boy. What is. Oh, f-
1: I've told you this before.
0: Have you? I think you I have, have definitely have.
1: Heart <laughs> of.
0: Yes. Is oh, it Heart
1: of. Absolutely, uh, it's Heart oh of Ice. God. It's a resurrection of one of my favorite Batman villains, Mr. Freeze. It's
0: okay, but it's not the best episode of the show. I think it is. Well, hold on. Let's hold off on talking about that just in case.
1: Okay, just in case. All right, I got you. (laughs) Cool. So, Cody, you're number five.
0: My number five pick, and I guess you could say they're really in no particular order until Mm, the last two.
1: I don't like that. Let's say this is number five.
0: Yeah, I mean, it is going to be number five, but it shifts. Um, My number five is Rick and Morty. That show is goddamn hilarious. Wow you guys not watched it?
1: Yeah, I've been watching it.
0: No.
2: I've seen about half the episodes, and it's really I've seen good. every Pickle Rick meme on the internet. But Pickle Rick is the, the
0: best. Pickle Rick! It's actually probably the smartest show airing on TV right now. Yeah, I agree. And it's just, it's so clever, it's so well written, it's so meta half the time, and it's so depressing, too. Rick is the definition of a nihilist, and I think it is so funny. Which one is he? Grandpa. The guy with the blue okay. hair.
1: Do you have a favorite episode of that?
0: Favorite episode of Rick and Morty is Interdimensional Cable Two.
1: What happens in that one?
0: That's the one with all the uh the bits, the uh they're watching T V.
1: Oh right, right, right. Yeah, that, that's a good, one. That's a good one.
0: Is
1: there a police God, chase going on? A Bring it
0: siren going outside. <laughs>
1: um I don't I don't God know if the
0: Dan Michael Vincent this is so
1: funny. Yeah. No, that was, that's def, that's definitely good. Um my favorite one is the one it's one I saw recently. I don't know the name of it, so it just goes to show how much of a noob I am, I guess. Um it's where they have they put their house on lockdown to get rid of these uh
0: Oh, it's the parasite one. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like these parasites and it's actually this is the great thing about Rick and Morty. The setup is both awesome and then the execution and the kind of the denouement I guess of the problem is super clever. Like so I'm gonna spoil this, Josh. So protect your. Ears, I mean, I
2: guess. By the time I watch this, I won't remember anything that said. So.
1: So they they sh- they lock down their house because there's these parasites that are infecting the house and are to gain their trust are implanting them with their mem- with memories to like make them think oh well I'm not a parasite remember when we did this and know they each other for years. yeah yeah they they dupe the entire family basically and Rick has to you know uh, take them out and. The way that they figure out who's a parasite and who isn't is because parasites won't make bad memories because they want to. They don't want to get kicked out, and they don't want to be found out that they're parasites. So they, they like quiz everybody on, oh, to like, do I have a bad memory of this person? If I do, then they're real. If I don't, then you know they're parasites and they kill them.
0: That's how it ends. But, it's um, every the, like every time they show a memory, they they add a new character. Yeah, the yeah. The Characters yeah. are always super wacky. <laughs> Like, um, uh, Pencil Vester. Yeah. It's just, it's just a pencil with legs. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, Frankenstein's Monsters there. Yep. Butler might be my favorite, though. Oh, they I gave him Butler. the most green time,
1: though. <laughs> my, no, but the, I think the best part of that episode is the very end, because there's this, like, under, there's just like, undercurrent of the episode where it starts off and they're at dinner with this random poopy butthole, uh, right?
0: They threw him into the opening, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's poopy butthole, and you're spent the entire time like, oh, I'm a step ahead of them, and I know that this is the parasite because he's the one that doesn't belong, and he's breeding the other parasites. And the very end of the episode, they kill
0: the rest of the parasites. They all go and eat dinner. Yeah. And mom on the show gets suspicious of him and shoots him, and he (laughs) flies back. He's pouring out blood, like, oh no, why'd you do this? He wasn't a parasite, (laughs) and he's just like, oh boy, is that my blood? It's
1: just, uh oh, it's so funny. It is like <laughs> it's blast. so, it's, like I said, that undercurrent and how they pull it out at the last second as a big, uh, instead of a reveal, it being like the darkest gag ever is just <laughs> brilliant. Uh, I'm sure Rick, the more I see it, I'm sure Ricky Morty will make it to my list because it is, it's too good. It does, it does spoofs and it does satire while also telling legitimately good sci-fi stories. Like and the
0: newest episode tore apart. Um, superheroes.
1: Oh man, so hard, so hard.
0: <laughs> what what like do you like mean, one song. million ants? <laughs> Just a like million a, ants. <laughs> six million legs inside you.
1: <laughs> yeah, now Rick and Morty's Rick and Morty's good. I don't. I honestly, I can't really tell. Obviously, because it hasn't happened yet, but I'm not sure if that move, if that show is going to have a drop off. Like, I think they're going to end it pretty soon and keep yeah. it from being a drop, from there being a noticeable drop off, just to protect the brand, I guess. And maybe they revisit it in however many years, but I could see it ending after like season three or season four. Don't want it to, but I could definitely see it happening. And the pickle Rick. If you haven't read film critic Hulk's essay on the pickle Rick episode. You're doing yourself a disservice because it's fascinating, and it just it shows why that show is so smart. And man, i I would definitely uh, i'd recommend that one to you, Josh. I think you'd yeah, enjoy I, it.
0: I'd give it
1: a go. They do a whole right. Mad Max episode where Morty has like is injected with this serum or whatever, and it gives his arm like a mind of its own, and he like bonds with the arm, and it's just it's interesting. <laughs> What's it's really the good.
0: Arm's name, it's like Armathy or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. something like that. So good, so good. Uh, I guess
0: we're gonna. Uh, I guess it's gonna be a while before something happens. I and mean, he does all these hand moves. I don't know what you mean. I don't know. Make a fist. So good. No.
1: So good. All right, Josh, number five. All
2: right, my number five. Well, actually, before I go to number five, I wanted to add an honorable. Yeah, I wanted to add an honorable mention: SpongeBob that you mentioned before. Oh, good. Classic show. Um, See, so I'm the
1: same f- way. There's like a bunch of TV shows that I'm sure I'm forgetting, but it's just yeah. and it's just going to, when I think of them and I realize I didn't put them on my list, I'm going to hate yeah. myself.
2: Not throwing in Rugrats, too. That's um, a step love too eight. far, bro. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so my number five, obviously, I couldn't have a list and not include Star Wars on it somehow. So my number five is Star Wars The Clone Wars. Not bad. It's an amazing show. Why not Rebels? Um, I, th- I thought Rebels was the better one. I Clone Wars. I think Clone Wars is better. Um, okay. I think Clone Wars started out weaker, but it ended stronger than Rebels is at the moment. Doesn't Rebels um, have Thrawn though? Yeah, but they haven't they really done. Them. They haven't really done that much with him. Well,
1: how long has he been there?
2: A season. Oh really? They have not done anything? Not Sad. really. Sad. He's had, like, one really good moment. That's uh, – everything else has been just kind of, like, teasing stuff, so. Um, See how annoying that is, Josh? Yeah. A.K.A. at Marvel.
1: Sorry. Yeah, but they pay off. <laughs> okay. All right. No- <laughs> what Boy. else do you like about – do you have a favorite episode or a favorite arc or something like that?
2: Um, favorite – you know what? My favorite arc is the Mortis trilogy of episodes, Um, season three. Um. Yeah, it's just all about, it's like, just a really, it's like an exploration of the force and the dark side and the light side and, like, the gray areas and it's really, really cool stuff. Oh, That's
0: the one where they go onto the planet.
2: Yeah. It's, where it's a, like
0: the mother and the father. Yeah, and yeah.
2: Hmm. Um, and it, like, it's like, foreshadows Anakin's dark side turn.
0: The whole show is just foreshadowing.
2: Well, yeah, but that episode. Um, But, yeah, just that whole... And that's, a, uh, that's a, also a really good uh, show example how to do good character development because they take a Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano from the first season who I hated in the first season and she became one of my favorite characters of all time by the end of the show. So, uh, yeah, it's an amazing show and it actually makes me like the prequels a little bit more. So, uh,
0: do you know what my favorite episode is, Josh? We what? About this? Um, my favorite episode is the one... It focuses on Rex and the Clone Troopers is... Um, 501st there's a lot they of get those. they get sent to the uh some rogue planet where this um one jedi is leading it's the traitor episode, where that the jedi one... is the traitor
2: yeah yeah i know which one you're talking about the big, they, like they, that big alien guy is the they jedi talk and
0: execute him. They yeah talk, like, we're going to have to execute this guy I'm like this is a kid's show everybody yeah here we are that's, my that's such a mature theme to bring into a kid show it's ridiculous well they There's I think they
1: know that it's not being watched mostly by kids
0: they had <laughs> to they have to True.
1: I mean it's and that's not a bad thing it's not like my little pony where they're just creepy little pedophiles who are watching a little girl show but like that they, they know that that's a big part of the Star Wars property so don't feel it doesn't get to live under the banner of a kids show plus kids can handle stuff I don't know um yeah I, I called out bronies at me guys uh yeah <laughs> My number five is um, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Ooh, I know, that's on
0: my, Shit, that was on my original list too. That's definitely not a real mention for
1: me. Okay, cool, cool. Um, it simply <laughs> is. This is again like the common theme among my uh, um, on my list is that I favor shows where the creative team is consistent. I'm gonna I'm gonna come I'm gonna f- contradict that later on, but I'll I have a good explanation. <laughs> um, number
0: one, West Wing, calling it now. Maybe.
1: Um, but Avatar, it's, this, it's the same crew for, and it's a very simple three seasons, you know, the covering different um, areas and like around the world and that progresses the plot and it just comes to the greatest conclusion to maybe anything. Uh, it's the sozen's Comet four arc stretch is emotionally and philosophically and just satisfying in every single possible way. Uh, even especially in a storytelling, because there's no there's no fat in this show. Everything everything matters, and it's plotted out perfectly. The characters are great. Um, this, Let yeah.
0: me politely disagree with you. Okay. I think there's one super bad thing about that whole arc. What about Susan's comic? the lion turtle. I don't know if that's part of that arc, but the lion turtle is such a fucking cop out. Yeah, I know, but no, they should have made Anne kill him. They need to. I, I don't
1: know. I'm compare. I, ridiculous. I compare Avatar. I think that the best comparison for that I think is Harry Potter, and though that just that just shows two ways to, um, you know, the two ways you can do something, and that Harry is like, this guy is more trouble than he's worth, and he's need even if he's completely stripped of power, he needs to be eliminated, and it just has to happen. Whereas Avatar kind of took the different, more uh I guess religious for lack of a better word perspective, in that you know people are redeemable and uh you know the universe and balance well, and all that be stuff, the
0: case, but didn't he say didn't chosen say that you you're gonna have to kill me mm. or something like that, or am i i know it, it's very similar to general's odd man of steel, yeah,
1: something like that, but, but i don't I think I it works think
0: for that i think it's it's a cop out it's definitely a deus ex machina that's just. Ridiculous. Yeah, I see. It, I don't it, mind days They take away days. a huge conflict for the character that would have been super interesting to watch him work through. Mm. Maybe uh, where he has to argue his, um, his personal beliefs versus uh, the good of the world. I think it's just, it was a cop out. I don't like it.
1: Okay, well, I like it. I think it works. Okay, and I think the mythology yeah, not, the, mich- the, the the mythology of that show is built so well that I can learn I can not not I have to learn it but I can un, I can appreciate and I think it maybe earns a deus ex machina a little bit something to that effect because it is so fleshed out and it does make so much sense and it kind of lives within that world and I don't know, I don't mind it I don't mind I'm it.
0: almost positive it's just the studio saying you can't show and kill a guy mm. nobody dies in that show
1: Well, no, you know they die off screen uh, My favorite episode is definitely comment. Comet, just, it has everything, but Zuko alone, where you get to see the kind of contrasting stories between Aang and Zuko, is also fantastic, and um, the episode The Drill, which is just completely balls-to-the-wall action-packed, is t- t- just too good, it's too good, and um, it definitely would rank number one on my list of shows that have been completely and totally botched by, uh, by the film business, but... I'm kind of glad that there isn't a movie series of Avatar because it makes it means people are gonna have to watch this one,
2: and it's great. I mean, there is a movie series of Avatar. It's just, it sucks.
1: Garbage. Both of them we suck. Well, we haven't we haven't seen it yet. Do you notice... Okay, I, I'm sorry. This got buried in like the movie cycle, but Stephen Lang is apparently gonna be the villain in all four Avatar sequels.
0: They not kill him at the end of the first Sweet. one. They did.
2: Yeah, they killed also, Courtney Weaver I... too, and she's coming back.
0: Stop
1: it! Seriously, stop it. That's not going to be good. They were like two story. of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, but yeah. they they bring them back to back to life. That kind of
2: I don't care. Does anyone care? Yes, I care. That these
1: these movies because shouldn't be James made.
0: Cameron can make good movies. Yeah, I don't know why he's choosing to make shitty ones.
2: You don't know it's going to be shitty until you see it.
0: I'm positive it's going to be bad. What
2: if it's What if you love it?
0: And then I'll say I'm wrong, but I'm not going to be. <laughs>
1: But what, what reason have you uh, been given to not think these are going to be shitty? That's the that's what we're saying. It's like every single, uh they're horrible. Anyways, um, so yeah, my number five is Avatar. Cody, number four.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, my number five. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Anyway. My number four is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Hmm. It's another very sh- uh, smart show.
1: If you want to refrain from talking about that, I wouldn't be disappointed.
0: Okay. I really, really like it. It's super funny. My favorite episode is The Nightman
1: Cometh. Okay. because
0: It's everybody's favorite episode.
1: Is it? We'll find out.
2: Josh, number four. Um, my number four, let me just pull this up real quick, um, is a very recent show, uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, it is just, it's and we'll see how what happens in season 2 but season 1 is to me it's a perfect just 8 episode arc um the characters are great they're well developed the story is fascinating it's fun um maybe not original but it's you know does something it's kind of it's unique without being you know its own thing but it also is its own thing it you know harkens back to the 80s it has a lot of nostalgia. Um, it's really just a tribute to like the, uh, what's it called, uh, Amblin uh, kind of era of movies. Um, and I just, I love everything about it. Um, the performances are great. Uh, David Arbor is amazing. Melanie Bobby Brown is one of the best child actors I've seen in a really long time. So uh, just everything about it, it's amazing. I don't really have a favorite episode. Uh, it's just all together one eight episode. Uh, thing it's to me it's perfect. So
1: see now the risk you run is if they screw up because that show is a very it's a good like they've made a good um, identity I guess for themselves in season one. But like if we get to season three going into four and the Duffer brothers leave and somebody else comes in and ruins it, that would freak me out. That would freak me out. I mean
2: they're the ones that say they envision this to be three or four seasons. Yeah. So I can't imagine they're going to be. I don't know. You, never,
1: you never know what happens. Netflix might get a little weird, greedy, so, greedy, or pushy, or too involved. I mean, like they that. did just
2: gave they did just give David Ayer a hundred million dollars to make a movie.
1: Yeah, that's that's not a good idea. Sorry. Uh boy. Uh, yeah. You it's you don't really have a favorite episode, do you? It's... Not really, no. No, it's not I mean, really I guess n-
2: normally my favorite episode of everything is the finale, just because mm-hmm. it wraps everything up and it pays off all the loose ends. So I guess the finale. Hmm. Okay. Although I love, I also love the one where um, Jonathan punches what's his name in the face, uh, Steve. I think his name is that douchebag. Yeah. Uh, and he kicks his ass, and it's the most satisfying thing, in the entire, epi- in the entire show.
1: See, I'm still frustrated that the girl even stayed with him. I think that's the dumbest thing ever.
2: <sighs> so stupid. We'll see how that plays out. Well, know,
0: to be but... fair, women are stupid.
1: That's right. I forgot <laughs> about that.
2: If we've learned anything from this weekend, is that women are stupid.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Women, listen.
2: We love them. We love to, you guys.
0: To all three of you that listen to our podcast.
1: How do you do it? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Alright, Cool. Um, my number four and Cody and I talked about this at length, uh, um, just the two of us. It was great. My number four is South Park. So
0: we'll refer you to that episode.
1: Exactly. And my favorite episode is Christian Rock Hard because it's the best. <laughs> and Christian Rock is the worst thing ever. And even Bono hates it. So I feel I feel like it's not.
2: I like I like some of it. It's horrible. It's it's the That's most like Skillet and Flyleaf for good bands. I don't care. Skill is
1: fine. Like, they're the least offensive of the Christian bands, but, like, there's a – I, I, I might, may have said this on the podcast before, but, with like, with my car, I have um one of those, like, tuner thingies, and I, like, to sort of plug in my phone or whatever, I have to go through a radio frequency, and I picked – the best one that works, like, wherever I go, you know, I can drive 200 miles away and still works, is, like, 93.7, and when it's not being used for my car, it's a Christian rock station – so every now and again I get a couple minutes be like, "Huh, I wonder if Christian rock, like Christian themed music is still horrible." And I get to it. It's like, "Oh yeah, it's even worse. Awesome." It's like, how many words, how many different ways can we rhyme savior by highlighting syllables? I don't know. Let's find out. Christian rock music. And they don't write about like real shit. Like nobody nobody in a Christian rock song writes about drug addiction or their divorce or whatever. It's all about hot how great take, Jesus you just is. said that
0: the hot take. Yeah. Mason just said They don't write about real things when they exclusively write about God. Hashtag atheist.
1: (laughs) No, they write, they write, just write about how great, like, they praise God instead of, like, talking to Him. It's weird. And, like, nobody in Christian music has problems. Everything's great. And it's just not interesting. It's inherently uninteresting. And bands like Skillet, who, like, I don't know, I'm not a big Skillet aficionado, but what I've heard, they seem to be like, wow, I totally suck, or these people suck, and you should be cooler. That's at least a different perspective but most of it's just like <laughs> I praise you all of the time like it just sucks it's so bad and South Park just per- perfectly skewers those people and I love it. <laughs> don't
0: think just in that episode doesn't he take um real I want
1: to be song? with you Jesus. Yeah, he replaces baby with Jesus. Like Jesus <laughs> <laughs> I no <laughs> the lyric of this says it. Jesus, I want you inside me. It's like, yeah, don't we all or something like that. So good. So good. Um, Sounds like you're in love with God. Yeah? Shouldn't <laughs> we all? And the best is Cartman gets a myrrh album. <laughs> he freaks the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, fuck Jesus! So, and then, but, you know, the subplot of that is even better. And it's just somehow just as good. And that's one of the things that South Park does. Their subplots, like their A and Bs are usually um, just as that's good.
0: That's Lars Ulrich, right?
1: Yeah, when they form Goop and, like, all the musicians go on strike for their music being pirated and... He's like, we're not about the money. We're about in it for music, music, like musicianship. We're like, no, we're about it for the money, and the whole piracy thing. It's like, oh, we're forcing them to live only semi-luxurious lives. <laughs> it's just so good. Someone um, had
0: to sell their pirate island. He's
1: uh, when, the, when the guy t- when the guy tours around their homes. He's like, he thinks he's gonna get a private island off the coast of Eze or something like that. <laughs> he's for his birthday, but he's not because he's pirating music. They're like, oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> it's just, it's so good, so good. Um, Cody, you're number three.
0: Number three is Batman the Animated Series. Sweet. Great show. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. It's, um, it's one of those kids' shows that can um,
1: transcend age, I think.
0: Yes, that's it exactly. It's just it's great, and it's about the best superhero ever made. And uh, my favorite episode, I don't know the name of it, but it's one where Batman's in Arkham Asylum as a prisoner. He has a, I think he has a trial. I don't remember, but it's super good. It's a scarecrow
1: episode. Oh, I think I'm, I'm yeah, I remember that one too. That's a good one. Whatever it is. <laughs> See, Heart of Ice, just that—that's got it for me. But, um, I mean, no, that uh, that opening to, uh, like the opening credits really is like burned in my into my brain forever. It's like that—that that defined my taste forever. Really, <laughs> it's like I like things. Because of Batman the animated series. That's the barometer that's been set. And it's just so good. Um, but what other things do you like about it?
0: The animation, yeah. the atmosphere, the music, the characters.
1: Brows Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, so uh, thank the, the,
0: two, the best out. Batman and Joker. Confirmed forever. You can try to argue you're gonna be wrong.
1: Mm hmm.
0: <clears throat>
1: but um it's just,
0: yeah, it's well acted, all I like all the characters in it it's mm. clever it's funny sometimes too it's serious sometimes it's just yeah. it's probably one of the best cartoons ever made mm-hmm.
1: it went off the rails a little bit with the um, the later seasons when they did the bat family i think they should have let just batman or ride out a little bit longer
0: but. there's a really really good episode in the fourth season where um I think it, it's probably another. I think it's another scarecrow episode.
1: Oh, over the edge when they're on. Yeah, where, where yeah. Robert
0: Jordan is killed.
1: Yeah, that's really good. That's really good.
0: It's so fucked up because you see they, uh, the WB or whatever show that or channel that ended up uh, that aired on originally didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They showed her die mm-hmm. from her dad's perspective. It's so brutal.
1: Mm-hmm. Great show. Yeah. Batman Beyond is also very underrated. Batman Beyond
0: is good too. I they there's do one episode a, of that that show's super I, it's kind of on the same game.
1: yeah they were they try to revive villains a little bit too much like oh this is Mister Freeze's disembodied head and oh these are the Joker gang like oh <laughs> I, so, think, I, like, I played yeah,
2: the I, ga- I played the video game The Return of the Joker yeah. it's the only like, Beyond, Batman Beyond thing I've ever <laughs> gone to
1: the it's movie's movie. good
0: yeah
1: movie's really good um,
0: um there's there's one episode of that show um I don't remember what's going on but I remember. <laughs> Main villain in it is one of Harry's friends is dad. he's weird, hmm. and he's like a corpse being kept alive by toxic waste underground. Jesus! And everything he was doing was just to keep his daughter, get to see his daughter again. It was super fucked up, but awesome.
1: <laughs> Sounds <laughs> it. <laughs> um, what do you Disney. see? If you're looking to wet your Batman animated appetite and you haven't yet. Uh, the Batman is surprisingly good for a little bit. It's it's a bit more childish and futuristic. Isn't that that
2: like CGI animated show from a few no, that, years ago?
1: that's Beware the Batman. The Batman okay. is two D and it's, um, the opening. If you like the opening credits, the music is done by The Edge from U two. So obviously, why I like it. And no, that's actually some of the best things that he's he himself has ever done. That's great music in there. But the show's good too. It also Towards the end, it becomes Bat Family, and I don't like that. But when it's just Batman, it's really
0: dope. Batman turn off the dark. Sorry, Spider-Man turn off the dark.
1: Yeah, they did that.
0: Bottom of the edge's actual greatest work. S- Fuck the S- Joshua Tree.
1: Something like that. Something like that. Um. <laughs> also, randomly in the Batman, there that might be a more offensive Joker than Jared Leto to me because he's like a, an acrobat. And he doesn't wear shoes, and he's, like, a half-monkey. It's weird. I don't like it. So, but everything else in that's pretty good.
0: Well, any animated Joker that's not Mark Hamill sounds off to me.
1: No, oh, yeah, no. That's...
0: Although there's one in um, an animated movie, The Dark Knight Returns, hmm. played by the guy who plays Ben and Lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Under the Red Hood's another underrated Batman animated, so... All right, Josh. Uh, number three.
2: My number three is what I guess is my favorite animated show of all time, and it's Family Guy, which has never not made me laugh, even the bad episodes. Um, and it's just it's great. I I can never not enjoy Family Guy. I think Seth MacFarlane is a genius. Um, his new show looks funny. Um. Just everything I love about it. I love the characters. I love the style of humor, um, the cutaway kind of thing. Like, all the little gags that it kind of uh, invented, I guess. It's—well, not invented, but kind of redid its own thing with. um, But it's just—it's so my humor, and Mm -hmm. I just—I love every second of it, and I never get tired of it. And we're on, like, season, I think, 14 now, and I'm still enjoying it, so— yeah.
1: yeah, I'm I'm down for any Road 2 episodes. And, yeah, those
2: are the best.
1: And then There are Fewer is my favorite because that introduced me to Agatha Christie. Even though it's a cl- <laughs> it's based on Clue, but it's p- a pun off of. Then There Were None, but so good, I, so good.
0: American Dad is the better Seth MacFarlane show.
2: No, it's not. American Dad is good. It's not great.
1: It amazing. I kind of hate American Dad. I don't have any reason it's, to, but I do. It's consistent. Steve's voice just drives me nuts. Jeez. What? Oh jeez. Like uh just stop Steve, please. The um, fish is funny. Now Josh, other than the main like in the periphery characters, so like not the family, who do you, who's your favorite yeah. character from Family Guy? Um And if and just one. just to let you know, if it's not Mayor West, you're kicked off the podcast. It's not Mayor West. Well um. good. So long, Josh. <laughs>
2: Um, There's gonna be a giant. Honestly, Mayor. Honestly, Mayor West has like never been like. I, I liked him, but like, he's never like been hilarious to me. Oh my god! Like some other people. I don't he know. just died. Um, That's rude. I, I, I'm not gonna. You're disrespecting. Sugar, the I'm not gonna sugarcoat things just because someone died. But um, Josh, don't you know when well,
1: people die, they immediately become the greatest people who have ever lived? Don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hate not that to about me.
2: everyone. Um. Um. I don't know. I maybe Herbert because he just (laughs) just his voice makes me laugh um (laughs) you know what I'll say um what's his name uh Lois's dad uh Mr. Peter Schmidt Mr. yeah he's he's really funny oh no greased
1: up deaf guy that's interesting (laughs) very interesting Uh, nothing beats Adam West in a world where basically every show has like a dumb character he's the best one uh love it Do do you have a favorite episode or is it too hard to choose
2: um, you know what? The Christmas one from a few years ago, uh, Road to the North Pole, I think it was called. Oh, that's a good one. It's, it's like a musical. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, I watch that every Christmas because it's just, it kills me every time. Nice. It's really good.
1: All right, Cody. Let's talk about some Sunny because that's my number three.
0: Weird. All right.
1: The thing I love about this show is that it's Seinfeld, but turned up a notch.
0: Seinfeld, but everyone in Seinfeld's an asshole.
1: Everybody in this, but everybody in this is a psychopath. So that's, that's the difference. At, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's so fun. Uh, it's just all the characters in that show are amazing. And no. It single-handedly made Danny DeVito relevant again.
1: Yeah. Because he was the like trying to be dramatic, and it's like, no, he needs to be the comedic foil to these weird. people. Yeah. He's short and weird and crazy, and. <laughs> Oh uh, man, it's. Do you have a favorite episode? Or...
0: Yeah, Nightman Comments. Oh
1: right, right, right. I forgot you said that. Mine's, uh, mine's still Charlie McDennis, Game of Games. It's hard. Oh.
0: Ho- <laughs> Did you see the
1: new one or the um? Yeah, the second one is really second good. One? When they get the guy, they get a uh, David from the Office, or yeah, that's his name.
0: Oh, that was him. Yeah, the. Uh,
1: Z- Love oh, that right. guy. He needs to be like an a Scorsese or like a Spielberg kind of guy. Like he needs to play the cop or something like that i love that he's a great actor i always liked him but a very close second for me and sunny is uh the gang dines out where i love the episodes uh, restaurant yeah we go to the restaurant they just terrorize that one waiter (laughs) and d needs d is there alone and she doesn't want the guys to see him and they start like paying respect to each other and it just gets so good and um i love those that show i think is at its best when the gang is like stuck in one place and they like or face of the problem, like their Birdman episode, was a million times better than actual Birdman with like the oh, health inspector. So good. Um, they, recently, their Aspen episode was randomly great. Like
0: oh, <laughs> Thundergun, Thundergun Express is a great episode.
1: Oh, fan, so so good. <coughs> uh, Mac Day was recently was great. Uh, Beat Boggs, like when they do the Wade Boggs game on a flight, was fantastic, and. Oh, man, I just I I love this show so much. It's this no show has made me laugh more between this and South Park and Seinfeld. I guess those are like it was really hard to choose between them, or at least between this and South Park. But I'd probably watch Sunny before I'd watch South Park. Like if I was given the option right now, I'd probably watch Sunny. So that's what kind of does it for me. But
0: I like New South Park a
1: lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Like when it gets super meta, I yeah. really like it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um. <laughs> Josh, do you watch Sunny?
2: Uh no, I've seen like an episode or two, but if no, it didn't didn't really do much for me. I was like it was it was fine. Do you like despicable
1: characters doing bad things and not really caring the about what, the results of their actions?
0: Also not getting punished.
1: Yeah. Never I guess. learning. I don't get. You got to give it a shot. It's it's seriously great.
2: Um, I see it
0: all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know it's on FX like every other day.
0: Because it's, it's where theirs. It yeah.
2: Yeah, it's theirs and it's the best.
1: Uh um. <laughs> ah, man, great show. Uh, all right, Cody, why don't you give us new year number two?
0: All right, this is where I had to uh really think. Mhm. I have. Suck the dick of both of these shows so much oh god
2: I already yeah. know what they both are
0: yeah you should so my number two is Breaking Bad damn it because it is one of the best shows ever made only thing is I don't know I know how that ends except I don't know how my number one ends so right now it's still open it could still be better than Breaking Bad Breaking Bad is the perfect show talk about character development Walter White is the most developed character on television ever. Yep. Um, best acted. Best acted. One of the best acted shows I've ever seen. One of the most interesting shows. Best paced. Best. Oh, it's just so good. We've all watched it, right?
1: I watched three episodes and then got bored. You're the worst person. I know. I, I, I gave that disclaimer early on, so you can't blame me.
0: Ugh, it's just, that's uh, so good. That's all I can really say about it, it's just, it's mm. super good.
1: Right. Now, Josh, why are you upset just now?
2: Because he put it, it in the wrong
0: position. I thought it was going to be number one.
1: Oh. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: Not predictable.
1: Uh, do you have wow. a favorite episode, Cody?
0: Um, yeah, there's an episode called Ozymandias.
1: Oh, it's um, Ryan Johnson, right?
0: Yep, the Ryan Johnson episode it's so good. <clears throat> just it, you need to watch it. You really do need to watch it. I've, everybody's so, told me that, and I just, just don't feel like it. That's like me will
1: shut up. I, see, that doesn't bother me that much, because I don't want to. Uh <laughs> really don't care to ever watch that show. So whatever. What if I
2: forced you to watch it? How would you do that? I would tie you to a chair and put it on. I'm stronger than you, so.
1: I don't know. Maybe. Not sure. Probably not. Come to think of it. Uh, <laughs> I would
2: hire someone to tie you to a chair. No, that's better. And turn it on. Can they do other stuff? You can play with a fidget spinner.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Well, I got an, I got an arm free, so I'm going to get out. So, bad <laughs> playing on your part. Uh, <laughs> Josh, uh, you're number two.
2: My number two is That 70s Show. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite sitcom of all time. Um I didn't even realize it was until I made this list. Um, but yeah, that's just a show where it is as equally funny as it is well written, as it is has been great characters that are well developed. And it's just, I, it has so many great arcs. Uh, you get to see, literally you get to see these characters go through high school into their adulthood or early adulthood. Um, they're all likable. I don't even have a favorite character because I can't pick one. Um,
1: well, it's uh, – because it's obviously Eric, right?
2: Eric – I love Eric. <laughs> like um, that
1: show – just... that show – I'm sorry. I know you're going to disagree, but that show would be complete trash without Eric. He is such a great foil, and this, oh, yeah. he's a great person the... to experience life with. I don't
2: know. Yeah, because he's a, he's a normal person. He's just a sarcastic – Okay. Normal guy. If he he's didn't,
0: a fucking nerd! What are you talking about? The only reason we like him so much is because he's nerdy, like we well, are.
2: when I say normal, that's what I mean. Because that's normal <laughs> to me. Now, be um,
1: honest with me for a second. Do you like that show as much as you do because he likes Star Wars and references it a lot? No. Now, if you remember, I'm... I said be honest. So yeah, I said this no, isn't an a no. Cody, can I? Can you sound the bullshit alarm? There it is. Sorry, Josh. You've, you've been cited. They've
2: mentioned Star Wars maybe once a season.
0: Oh, that's a lie.
2: <laughs> you know what, randomly, the, uh, though? The, I've
0: The later episodes, um, Eric mentions it like every other word.
1: Yeah.
0: He's a fucking nerd.
1: Without knowing, this would be uh, not just on your list, but high up. I've been randomly watching that. Like, watching that on TV for no reason. So, that's. Uh, funny little quinky dink. Yeah. Cody, it's what so do you what do you it. think
2: about Thanks 70 show?
0: Oh, I really like it. It's super good right up until the last season.
2: The final season isn't that great, it's but it ends really the strongly, good finale. So. It
0: shows up. Mm. back. It's
1: yeah. um, yeah, a good show. I really like it. I like it. I recently just rewatched all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's I think it's good. It's not It's a little just Dumb, I guess, and that's kind of the point. And it's not very well acted, and the writing is a little sketchy. But when it when it does, oh, acting yeah, When it does, yeah, okay, Wilma Valderrama, uh, Wilmer Valderrama, like hide It's it's not very well acted, but what sitcoms really are, it doesn't require like the better actor you are, the worse you are in a sitcom. So maybe they're all great, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh,
0: Let's ask Topher Grace because i saw he really was in Spider Man Three.
1: He was good in Interstellar I think Topher Grace is set for a comeback. He was
0: he was pretty good in Interstellar.
1: I, don't know, I, I see but that, that cast might be the most interesting to like track career paths. Because they've all except for like um the guy that played Hyde, they've all done fairly well for themselves, but in very different ways than we thought they would. Like Neela Kunis is like the rom com lead and like she's doing Family Guy and Ashton Kutcher's kind of started off like the like as an it man in Hollywood and then he fizzled and then he came back and he fizzled again. And Valderrama, like does he even do anything? Like he he did he went from that I mean, he's show an, he's to Yamama. So he's in
2: activism right now, so he's not okay. really doing a lot of acting.
0: Also super annoying is what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Topher's I mean, still
1: slugging it, waiting for a breakout which I think he's gonna get. Um he and Jason Bateman would be a good pairing, I'm coming to think. Um and then what's her name, Donna, is doing that dumb prison show that everybody says is great but actually isn't. Um, you haven't even seen it. I saw a few episodes. It's another one of those, okay, three episodes I don't give a shit and I gave up on. So, But 70, that 70 show is fun. It's a good show. Very very watchable. I'll, I'll give it that.
2: I've rewatched it like eight times all the way through. Hello,
1: Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Wisconsin. Uh, you have a favorite episode?
2: Um, favorite episode? Uh, not off the top of my head, but... Yeah. Uh, you want to say see, the finale, I, I think. No, oh, okay. no, I'm just, because I'm just thinking of, like... Because I can think of a bunch of moments that I love, but, like, I don't know what episode they're from. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I had the same problem. It's It's hard. It's real hard. Uh, I will say that they're, um the circle bit is iconic. I'll give it that. That's amazing. That's so smart. Those, I love those scenes. And I also like very underrated. It has nothing to do with the show, but I just think it's funny is like how they name their episodes after songs from the 70s. Like so like yeah. season 6 or 7 is like the Rolling Stones year and every song every episode title is a stone song. I think that's yeah. cool. That's that's fu- it's a fun way to different to make your show stand out. Cuz everybody has like a bit, you know. Like, Friends is the one with, or the one where. Yeah. Seinfeld is just, is just like, the blank. And, like, some shows do that, and I hate it. But that one's actually clever. Um, cool. So, my number two. Josh is not going to like this. Cody will, I don't think he's going to like it. But we'll be more different. But Josh really is not going to like this one. Um, my number two favorite show of all time. Actually, can you guys guess it? I think you know what my one is. But... I mean, the only
2: one I could think of would be How I Met Your Mother, and that was number 10. Okay. So... Cody?
0: I, I'm not even going to wager. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> this is great. So,
1: my Mason Merritt. Num- my...
2: I swear to God, if it's, if it's Batman from the 60s.
1: My number two favorite oh TV show of all time is... Are you, are you ready? Are you ready for it? Yeah. Say ready? the title. Gilmore Girls. Hell no, to the sick. yes! Oh I God. love this show. I love it. I love it. I love it.
2: Did you just just talk and get it over with?
1: <laughs> You've not even seen the show. Have you seen the
2: show? I've seen, I've seen certain episodes because my sister loves it.
0: I'm a man. I'm never gonna watch this show. Unless a girl makes me do it. See, here's
1: it. what I hope. I hope you find that girl, Cody. This You're is. A show with a pop culture literacy that, like, is informative and not just, like, oh, that person exists. Like, they don't make DiCaprio jokes. They make, like, Ava Gardner, like, a random obscure Ava Gardner movie reference. Who? It's it's informative. She's like, uh, Ava Gardner? That's a person, right? I didn't just... I might be mixing up somebody with West Wing.
0: Only Ava I know is Ava Braun, and that's Hitler's wife, so oh, boy. I, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah,
1: no, Ava Gardner's an actress. She's an actress from the 20s. Yeah. Well... 40s maybe 30s 50s I don't know. Um the the pop culture literacy is great. The characters are amazing and flawlessly realized, and they all get a, a chance to breathe. It's funny. It's got um the the dialogue is quick and fast and funny, and it does it most of it doesn't mean anything but it just builds this perfect rhythm throughout the show that just carry that carries through and is never really disrupted but when it is it's only to deliver on uh drama and really long character arcs the the acting's fantastic it's just it's just this little it, there's nothing big about it it's just these people living in a small town in Connecticut and living and i i originally my my i came to the show because my mom and my sister Watched it um when it was on, like I think starting in third or fourth season or whatever. And I was kind of like, I was like 10 or 11, so I was just like, Ugh, I'm gonna read to watch baseball or you know, play video games. I don't need that dumb show. And as I've gotten older, I've come to appreciate it as just a fantastic show. And I just, I, I adore it. And I know the title is throws a lot of people off, but I can guarantee you. If you get into a long term relationship and your girlfriend says, "Oh, you never seen Gilmore Girls? Let's start watching it," and you kind of don't have a choice, you are gonna fall in love with it because it's just kind of the show it is. It's it's impossible to hate unless you are actively looking for a reason. And this is, and it's one of those shows where the creators left right before season seven, which turned out to be the last season. So, and they got the chance to come back with the the revival, which I think is really good, and finish it the way they wanted it to. So it's a to, it's entirely, fully fulfilling and satisfying experience, and I just I love the characters, and that's what this comes down to. It's just it's perfect. Uh, so Gilmore Girls is my number two. So on a scale of one to ten, how triggered are you guys? About a three, I don't give shit. Okay, Josh. Well, I, I, don't,
2: I don't care. Just never bring it up again. I'm gonna bring it
1: up all the time. How about, oh, how, about I, how about how about that can be our, our show? We just watch Gilmore Girls from the beginning. Well, I they also reference they reference Bono like a lot, which is always fun. It gives me it out. gives me feelings. No, this is it's a great show even if they didn't reference Bono, and I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. And my favorite episode is um, it's an episode called Friday Nights All Right for Fighting, and it's later in the season, and it just comes at a point where there's like two or three diff like every character's kind of got their own storyline, and they've got their own problems or something like that coming to a head, and they have this. I guess the structure of the show follows the format of a Friday night dinner. So the girls are forced to go to her pa- to the mom's parents' house for dinner every Friday night, and that's kind of the what guides the show along. And this episode is like every th- every conflict sort of comes to a head, and they just spend the entire episode screaming at each other, and then laughing, and then screaming about something different, and then laughing, and then sitting in silence, and then screaming, and it's just this. It's it's. Realistic for what family life is like And I just I love it for that So Gilmore Girls My number two Uh Who is it? Cody What is your number one?
0: My number one Is Game of Thrones Yeah boy Probably my favorite Fantasy Property That's not a book Maybe It is a book But The show better than the book
1: Oh boy Oh boy!
0: Um, no, it's just—it's amazing. It's a great, great show. Well acted. All the characters are interesting. No one's safe. It's just—it's a great show. Who hasn't seen it? Have you guys not watched it at all?
1: I watched the first few episodes.
0: Don't say that.
1: But you need I'm to finish it. I know, but I want to. When there is a box set, I'm gonna buy it. Like, I'm planning on watching it. I just... Right now, it's just not going to work. Sorry. But I'll watch it eventually, I promise. Josh, do you watch Game of Thrones?
2: Nope. Yeah.
1: Sorry, Should. bro. Sorry, bro. Do you have a favorite episode?
0: That's a hard one. Um, probably either Season 3, Episode 9, which is The Red Wedding. And if you don't know what that is, don't look it up. Uh, or season four episode nine, which is the Viper versus the mountain.
1: Oh boy. Which
0: is hmm. amazing.
1: So how's that show what's that leading to? Do you know how it's gonna end and what like the goal uh, is? Yeah.
0: the goal is basically the goal right now is just not to die hmm. um, from the the White Walkers, which you saw in the beginning of the show.
1: Ah, I see.
0: But yeah, it's just all these characters, you follow these guys for, we're on the seventh year of the show now, and they're finally all starting to meet up again, which is, it's just super, it's really fulfilling to watch your uh, characters get
1: back together. Cool. All
2: right. Josh, you're number one. My number one show is not a surprise, because I've mentioned it like 15 times, uh, and I'm not going to talk too much about it because Cody pretty much said everything I had to say. It's Breaking Bad. It's a perfect show. It's the best example of character development uh, that I've probably ever seen. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's I, I don't I don't have anything else to add. It's perfect. The way it, it's the way it was put together. It has a beginning, an end. It has a really great story throughout. It's all about one character and his effects the effects his decisions make have on the people around him and on his life and how it basically changes his life forever and how it changes the industry that he joins forever. Like, it's just, it's so perfect. I, I mean, it is it is a perfect show. Um, I've watched the whole thing twice. It is emotional every time. It's a journey. Um, and Mason, watch it. I don't, I really don't feel like it. Girls. No, it's not. Yes, sh- shut up. It's not. <laughs>
1: you, you've, no, you have no authority to say that it's better. I'm sorry.
2: I do. You, you did have not, you've not. If to you watch, not.
1: watch Gilmore Girls all the way through, and then you can say if one is better than the other. But I'm not saying Gilmore Girls is better than that. I haven't seen it, but I like Gilmore Girls a hell of a lot more, and I'd watch that all the way through three times before I think I'd watch Breaking Bad once. And you want to know why? Because it's bad. Because I know what.
2: Cause Gilmore, Girls is, Cause Gilmore Girls is bad, <laughs> and you like bad things. Well, I let I let into
1: it with Breaking Bad, but I thought you said Breaking Bad was bad, which I don't know. Maybe it is. It's I just bad. Did, I ass. hate the desert. I hate the desert. I hate that. I hate the visual palette of that show. So you hate the Force Awakens? No, because that's in the desert for like five seconds, and then it isn't it's anymore. In the desert
2: for the first thirty minutes of the movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it spends the rest of it not in the desert, so it's cooler. I, d- I just I don't think I can sustain that show. It's just something I can't personally do, and I'm sorry, but YOLO. Uh, so my number one is – actually, do you, you have a favorite episode, Josh, of what Breaking Bad? Uh,
2: Probably the finale.
1: Okay.
0: It's called Felina,
2: Ooh. and it's the finale Felina. Whoa. It's almost like it's an anagram or something. It
0: is a great fucking show.
2: Everything just comes full circle, and it just Never. ends the way it should.
0: Walt has this, the best monologue in the whole world. That yeah. Episode.
2: the one where he talks to Skylar.
0: He talks to Skylar. Yeah. I didn't do it because I was trying to help you. I did it because I liked it. Savage. I was good at it. Savage. It's, uh, so good. I
1: don't know if if given the choice, I'm. I don't think there's many sh- like. If I'm going to spend my time watching TV, I just never... I can't see myself saying, oh, okay, I think I'm ready for Breaking Bad. I just don't... I don't see that happening. That's nothing against it. It's just against me. I don't... Gilligan stays the entire time, right? He sees it through? Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll... That, that's good. That's...
0: You got, uh, like, you got yeah. Ryan Johnson directing episodes. Like, you got, see, that
1: doesn't mean anything to me. I don't give a shit who directs TV. It doesn't... I don't... Yeah, it it's all... It's, it's underneath the same, like visual blanket, I guess, of, like, sta- uh, standards, I guess. So, I don't know. It's the script that's the thing. Uh, my number one is West Wing. What? It's West Wing. Weird. I tried to th- be creative. It was actually really close between this and Gilmore Girls because they both lose their, their creator, or in Gilmore Girls' case, the creators. Um, West Wing went midway through and Gilmore Girls at the very end. So, but... In preparation for this, I've been rewatching West Wing just to be sure, and it is—it's fantastic. the The last five or so episodes of season two, when the big revelation about the president's conduct happens, is awesome. the best TV I've ever seen. Like starting with seventeen people and going until two cathedrals is just—it's as good as any movie I've ever seen. Like, that, it that—that on two its cathedrals
0: own. If you what your favorite episode?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gotta I think be. I it's mine, too. I, uh, it's, it's one of those shows where, like, West Wing and Two Cathedrals are, like, one in the same. Like, if you met, if you say what's best West Wing, it's just immediately Two Cathedrals. But I did pick... I managed to pick some that I like, uh, like, some runners-up, I guess. So if if Two Cathedrals is out of it, which, you know, it's great. So, heck, I just need to consider other options. Uh, Noel, which is Brad Whitford's, like, uh, his Emmy episode where he won the Emmy for and his character just goes to therapy and all, that's all I'll say is great. Um, and then two hundred two thousand one hundred and sixty two hundred and sixty two votes. And tomorrow the finales for seven or six and seven? Yeah, six and seven are also great. And then game on the presidential debate episode from season. Four. Oh my
0: god, that was live, right?
1: No, no, no. That was um. That's not the live one. No, the live one is uh, with Vinick. Oh, that's and, like season eight. Yeah, yeah season and Santos. But this one is like the lead up to the presidential debate. And there's this moment where the first lady cuts Bartlett's ties. He's about to go on. That just gets me going. And the debate was great. um, uh, And yeah, I, I, season five was kind of aimless where the show was trying to figure out what, what it was. And Sorkin right before he left, he kind of left um, something wide open with a certain, with Bartlett and a certain character. And the, the show had to kind of, come up with an explanation for that. So because of that, season 5 is just sort of it's just sort of there and it's not good, it's not bad, but it's just it's just okay, I guess. But season 6 and 7, they I think they did a smart thing and they kind of they pivoted away from the day-to-day like workings of the West Wing and they turned it into and I think this is a smart idea. It became who's running for president in 20 in 2006. And well,
0: that's what they think about day-to-day. Yeah. They're,
1: yeah, no, at that point, it's, you know, it's smart, because they could have, because for the most part, when when Bartlett was running for re-election, other than the actual announcement, like, the actual re-election and the campaign, Sorkin kind of glossed over a little bit, and, like, Richie was barely there, and they just sort of, the election happened in an episode, and then they immediately moved on, but this one really stretches it out with Vinick and Santos, and it fleshed out those characters um, so perfectly, and I just, I wish another series has started right after... Uh, Santos was Uh, inaugurated I think that'd be so great and the fact that this show in those first four seasons was able to resist the urge to go outside of the West Wing was I think a really really smart move because you do get the feeling of day to day of what it's like and you just get these people of how politics is actually done and they're going to offices and ditching meetings and it's not very exciting in the traditional sense but with sorkin's writing and how he develops the characters and moves them around it's just it's nothing short of masterful um and it's just it's it's my favorite show i can't say it's not it, it would i'd feel uh I, I wouldn't be i wouldn't feel honest about it but it's it, yeah it's it's my favorite and um man it's it's so, it's just so it's sorkin it's sorkin i knew it would be my favorite so it's just ah, so good um, Cody. That, I'm surprised that didn't even make didn't make your top ten. I really, it am? My
0: honorable mentions? I'm well, I, top I've five. I mean, it, I've, I've only watched it once.
1: Yeah,
0: and I don't know if it has a rewatch value for me yet.
1: Mm-hmm. I I can attest so, that. I mean, totally I imagine does.
0: it will. It will make it there eventually. And I, I I like it. I do like it a lot, especially that episode two cathedral. is amazing.
1: Yeah, if, Josh. If mean,
0: Mike, <laughs> is that Michael Douglas?
1: Mike Martin Sheen. Sheep, they're Michael they're Douglas would be great, remote. though.
0: Not even remotely the same guy. No. <laughs>
1: um, well, he played the Martin president Sheen, in a Sorkin movie, so you're not um, that far off.
0: Martin Sheen is an amazing actor. Yeah. The fact that he delivers a, a monologue in Italian in that episode. No, in
1: Latin. In Latin, that's, what that's what meant. even better. Fuck,
0: I'm an idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now Bartlet's might be my favorite. He, I think, no, he's my favorite TV character. I gotta say, I love Bartlett. He's my ride or die. And Toby's great. CJ, I love her. I uh, like Toby. Toby's I know. Toby, the point is you're not supposed to like him, but he's always right. And he's the he's got – he knows what's going on. But not, the point is – like
0: like, Yeah, I get it. He, he's a smart guy. Yeah. I, mean, I, I listen to him, but I always start to whisper. And then when he gets angry, he gets really loud. But when he balls the
1: president out at the end of season two for what he did, is just the best. And President's like, Yep, so what? What are you gonna do about it? I'm president. It's like, okay, cool. And this was this was interrupted by the election, so it took I I was a- actually able to process and space this out. I think I got four and a half seasons in until that happened, and then I just sort of lost the taste for it and I eventually finished it up and it's just a great show. It's a great show. Josh, do you ever see yourself watching this?
2: Mm, no, I don't.
1: See that's how and that's how I feel about Breaking Bad. No interest. Well, you're wrong. Well, you're wrong.
2: Yeah, but we're both wrong.
1: Exactly. And who's right?
0: Cats. Because I watched all of them.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, you could probably make, yeah. You could probably get a lean, like, a 30 episode, here's what you need to know. Like, here's the episodes you need to see of the West Wing. And it'd be pretty cool. Uh, but it's my favorite show. So. so, we got Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and the West Wing as a... Our official favorite shows of all time. Pretty good, pretty good group, boys. Mine's the longest, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it's the best.
0: Yours is the longest right now. Oh no, wait, never mind. How much Yours longer is, is Game of Thrones there? gonna go? By the way. Game of Thrones has like another, at least one more season, so that's making it season eight. But they're only ten episode seasons.
1: Yeah, combined, you guys don't have half as many episodes as West Wing does. Ha, ha,
0: ha. To be fair, a good portion of those aren't very good after...
2: Yeah. You don't get bonus points for having filler when you could just be short, tight, and to the point. So. It's
0: not... The thing is, it's,
1: the point of it is to well, be... Uh,
0: yeah, it's about a presence.
2: Yeah, so I don't... See, exactly I would not...
1: Perfect. If this show was made in 2016 or 2017, I don't think it'd be as good because it would become House of Cards where something big has to happen every episode. And I think it, 22 episodes or 20... Yeah, it's... It, Sometimes it, there's filler. It, that's just how it's going to be with anything long form. But they are able to... Like five or six episode arcs, like the end of season two. They're able to get these... They start and then they kind of pretty seamlessly flow in these really, really interesting and fascinating arcs. And you don't get as that kind of lead up and build as you do in like ten episode seasons or whatever. And granted... Most most TV shows that are 20 episodes, they stink because they're not written by Sorkin, and only Sorkin <laughs> knows how to do that, and he doesn't do it right now. But, like, in theory, 22 episodes should be better for a now season.
0: I have a couple more honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, fine, real quick. Here's
0: what I'm hoping, and I'm hoping you can uh, go through the episode, and every time you hear me say I have an honorable mention, <laughs> cut the audio and put it back at the beginning beginning of the episode. Sounds like a lot
1: of work. Just spit it out, I guess. sounds <laughs> really,
0: um, I'm going to add the newsroom on there because Aaron Sorkin.
1: See, that would have made it, but season three, just not good. Because Don yeah, Kiefer right. might be my one of my favorite Sork- Sorkin characters. I love Don so much.
0: Um, is that uh, that's Sam Watterson, right?
1: No, that's, uh, he's the guy who dates Olivia Munn.
0: I like Sam and I haven't watched that show in a long time. Um, and then another one is The Americans. I forgot about
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> that's another one I really want to watch. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wait for it to end just so I know I won't that's be disappointed. Because exactly that's know. that's kind of on the bubble of being canceled, and that just stresses me out. Well,
0: I think it's almost over. I don't think it's
1: getting
0: canceled.
1: I think it's mm-hmm. lined down if it if another. if they almost get to the finish line and then <laughs> FX is just like, nope, it's it's just gonna drive me nuts. So I have to wait. I don't
0: think FX does that though. I can't think of it. Mm. An FX show
1: that got canceled. Much yeah. Early. Me neither, but,
0: but... I can think of we'll a whole see. bunch that haven't been, that should have been canceled.
1: Yeah. Uh, anymore, so quick sorry. watching, reading, listening to, Cody. Wasn't this all we were... Doing? Okay. Um, no. it's just had something.
0: Just, I, I bought... I didn't buy it. I got my old Xbox G60 back. Mm. I was playing Nazi zombies this whole time. Oh,
1: perfect. And it is so Timely. Uh, <laughs> see... Arkham Origins, by the way, is back. It's now backwards compatible for Xbox, and that just pisses me off. But not PS4. I'm so mad, so mad. Um,
0: Play
1: that game? Yeah, I liked it. Hey,
0: there's nothing to get mad about.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's a Batman game. It's like it's like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's pretty good. Um, I just want to talk about a few movies that I rewatched. I rewatched Inside Out, and I think that's one that might be my new second favorite Pixar movie. My Pixar list has been shuffled. Now it's like Toy Story two, and then Inside Out, and then Incredibles, and it's just a completely different list. But Pixar, or Inside Out's fantastic. Oceans Eleven, I've been rewatching the Oceans movies for in anticipation for Logan Lucky, which is our next episode. Uh, Oceans Eleven is one of my favorite movies ever. I love it. Oceans Twelve kind of sucks and is not that f- interesting or fun, but whatever. And then Oceans Thirteen is sort of. Kind of a throwback to Ocean's Eleven, and it's still pretty good, but not perfect, but pretty good. Uh, Josh, anything you want to talk about? What you're listen to?
2: Yeah, I saw. I rewatched a little movie that I haven't seen in about ten years. It's about a green man. Some some anger issues. Somebody
1: once told me the world. Wait, which green man? I didn't catch that second part. Talking about a movie made by Mr. Ang Lee. It's called good to talk to you guys uh, Logan lucky next week uh, is Josh is gonna piece. bring us uh, one of his favorite heist movies and maybe a debate or something like that it should be a really fun episode hold till then uh, Josh Cody, ahead. take it, it was easy. ahead of its time. Josh Cody take it easy
0: bye
1: <laughs> I, like I dids I, it's, uh, it's ended it's over no it's
2: not
0: Far away, so close up with the static and the radio, with satellite, television, you can go anywhere.